This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Welcome, Courageous Community. Welcome, Courageous Community. This is Danny Bryant, friend, longtime friend of Eric Nordoff. Um, one of my best friends. One of your best friends. Uh, one of my best friends, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we were courageous before it was cool. Yes, we, we, we have been. Uh, we have been, been for through a long a time. We've been a lot together? 12 years? 12 years I've been of married life. for No, we've been married Longer. for 15. 2002 was when I met you. Wow. So that was the year I got married. Yeah. And uh, so 15 years. 15 years. Basically one year less than I've known Rebecca. Our relationship is a sophomore in high school. Yes. In more ways than one. (laughs) Um, And so uh, I'm glad to be here. I was at the Nashville Predators preseason game last Thursday. Yeah, I think so. And um, I can look it up on my phone and see when you started texting me. When the, I think they're called the energy team. Um, Such a funny name. Shot out onto the ice on their knee guards, knee pads, <laughs> and slid to the blue line. Uh, it reminded me of you, which it often does. And I thought, I bet the Courage community doesn't know that in the late 90s. Yes. Before we knew each other. Yes. Um, I wish I had known you. Oh, that might have been so much fun. Able to get me tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you were on the Puck Patrol. Puck Patrol. Which I don't think it's called anymore. It's the precursor to the energy team. Yeah. <clears throat> we had a little less energy. We were more um, authoritative. We were, you know, patrolling around the yeah. arena. It has evolved. Yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, Is I there thought, any... Are there still guys on that? Team? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought, I bet the Courage community doesn't... Courage, courageous, courageous community. community. Um, Come on, get it right, Danny. <laughs> the Courage community is insulted yeah, now. The CC. Um <laughs> doesn't know that you were on the puck patrol they didn't i don't think they knew that there's probably a lot of things about eric they don't know can i talk about that that season of my life for a second in a second so it's going to be hard for eric today that he's not in charge all right yeah go ahead Uh, you're in charge we will there's a actually a member of the energy team submitted a question okay great uh britney britney um no we can get to the late 90s in a second uh but where was it going? Oh, just that I'm sure there are a lot of things people don't know about you. Mm-hmm. You are always interviewing other people. You're always uh, encouraging other people. Mm-hmm. What's what's it like inside? <laughs> inside of the me? heart of Eric. Um, it, when the courage fades. When the courage it all is stripped away. <laughs> um, what's the next I did line not in that get song? Michael W. Smith's permission <laughs> for this uh, podcast. Um Anyways, I thought it would be fun. I, we haven't hung out in a long time. When the courage fades, I give you more than a song. There we go. <laughs> I'm coming back. <laughs> coming back to the to heart, the heart of, of Eric. Heart of Eric. Heart Which of courage. Today's podcast. Yes. Name. That's what we should call it. I'm coming back to the heart of Eric. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That sounds... Yeah. No. Probably um, We'll run it by Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, sure. Let's start with the late 90s. Okay. What was that? season of your life like I, and let me connect it to this okay um some of the questions that were submitted uh that will I'll, I'll be more specific i'll look them up but um you do have an enormous amount of passion 
Thank you. Yes. And I think that you, like, if I were to go out for the puck patrol, I don't think I would be chosen. <laughs> uh, and that, like, it may come up that I'm not passionate enough like to slide out in front of 17,000 people on my knee pads. Uh, I never actually did that. Talk to me about how your passion has uh, evolved. What was your passion like in the late 90s? Here you are that. now in this amazing studio. Yeah. Um, talk about your passion. Talk about my passion. And connect it to the late 90s. Okay. Um, Puck Patrol. Oh, gosh. That's a tough one. Passion and late 90s Puck Patrol. Um, yeah, I did have a lot of energy back then. I was, uh, you know, in my mid to late 20s, 27 or so. I uh, feel like I had a lot more uh, testosterone then and <laughs> hormones in general. And now I'm 46. So uh, we're coming up on the, was that the 20 year anniversary, probably 20 year anniversary. Of the, I think uh, it was this past. Yeah. I think it's this year. So I was the year after they came to town um, when I was there. So man, yeah, it's, I heard an ad in Kroger uh-huh. for uh, Puck Patrol and I was getting shopping with Chrissy and I said, you know, she was pregnant with our first son, and I thought, you know what I want to do before... This is your last chance. (laughs) This is my last chance to go have some fun, and I thought it would be really cool to shoot t-shirts out in front of a crowd of 17,000 people. Mm -hmm. Legally. Legally. Like, you could do that. But what I realized (laughs) is that um, 16,997 of them were really kind of pissed off at me (laughs) because because I, you know... Uh, didn't give them a shirt. Didn't give them a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's go there for a second. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Do, uh, do you think that's... Did, really? <laughs> did you feel the anger and I the disappointment? I felt the anger because my... 16,997 yes, people. Yes, I wanted wow. to make them all happy. Uh, and they... Yeah, and, and I, I couldn't. So there's the passion for the happiness yes. of others. People pleasing yeah. is what I call it. So yeah, I've got I've got some of that in me. But on the positive side, it was a lot of fun. I mean, we got 40 tickets or whatever it was. Tons of swag. 40 tickets to the home game. I think it was either 40 or some large number of tickets. Wow. Um, 40 games. 40 games. Yeah, not 40 <laughs> Puck games. Patrol, maybe there's my passion. <laughs> could bring the I whole courageous bring community 40 there. friends to every home game. <laughs> I don't have that many friends. Um, but so yeah, um, it was a blast, man. I mean, who wouldn't? Want to? I got to. I got tons of exercise. I ran yeah. up and down those three, you know, levels uh-huh. all day, all night long, and uh, yeah, I got to got to hang. And, and our son was born, and after that, I really couldn't uh, do and it his as much. Birthday is in November, so he. So you you were clear. I was all puck patrol duty. Yeah, I still did a few, but it was kind of like I was too tired <laughs> at that point. Bench. That began my tired phase uh, of life because I was. Basically. What is the phone call like when uh, you need to fill in for Puck Patrol? <laughs> Who calls? Does Nash call? Uh, <laughs> I don't remember, man. It's like the head of marketing called me. Seriously. It was the head of marketing. Nash would be perfect. Have you seen Nash? I'm sorry. Nash. Have you met Nash without his mask on? I did. Yeah. yeah. I knew who it was. Yeah. I knew who it was. Is it the same guy? I don't think so. Huh. I don't think so. I'm sure not. I mean, he was... He was pretty old back then. Uh-huh. I think he was in his 30s. I thought he was old. Yeah. So he can't be now. Can't be like he'd be in his 50s now. He's probably uh-huh. not as limber as he used to be. So connect that passion mm-hmm. and that energy and that desire to make people happy. You're still giving away t-shirts. <laughs> I'm still giving Is- you. You want a t-shirt? Did you ever get a t-shirt? I did. Okay. Okay. Um, Do you ever wear it? 
I don't. Why um, not? It's a great shirt. It is a great shirt. Rebecca would like it. She's got one too. She does. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next question, don't just don't ask. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> no, we don't. I don't know. We don't. I'm wearing a t-shirt right now, so I can't say we don't wear a lot of t-shirts. You wear t-shirts all the time. I thought you'd like it. It's not. It's not the best. I like softer shirts like that. It's a little rough. Yes. The, the, the women's shirt is perfect. softer yeah. than the men's shirt, but the women's shirt looks weird on me. Does it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't wear it. Um, Only at night. But other than the giving away t-shirts, uh, I, 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 I'm curious about people. I'm passionate mm-hmm. about asking questions. So it's really hard to sit here and have you ask questions and not control the interview mm-hmm. because that's what I'm naturally good at mm-hmm. is uh, controlling, controlling people. an interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a whole nother, whole nother issue, but uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I can um, tell we're going to need a part two. We, we might, this might go a long ways. Um, but I'm trying not to, not to go deep here because you promised me that we would laugh. I will laugh. Okay. So, um, um, yeah. So it was, uh, I, yeah, I, I had a lot of energy back then and I was, and I think I still do it today. I'm, uh, I'm passionate to get to know people and I love, I actually don't like the attention on me. I'd pr- rather, even though I am an only child and I do like the attention. So I did kind of like the 17,000 people getting in front of that, the rush of that. But, um, I don't know. I I much prefer to be the, it's not that I don't want to be in front of the crowd. I like being in front of the, I don't even know what I'm saying. Like I like being in front of the crowd. I'm very comfortable. But you'd rather be in control of that. But I'd like to be in control of that and not be the one, only one talking, I guess. Yeah. How's this so far? You doing okay? Doing great. I'm feeling a little, I'm sweating a little bit now. I've noticed that. Yeah. There really is some sweat. Yeah, well, that's because I'm drinking a hot drink right now. We're drinking a skinny vanilla non- latte. Skinny vanilla latte. Two men getting coffee. Yeah. Two men in a car drinking coffee. Isn't there a show? Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld, yeah. 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 So, um, your car wasn't as cool. No, not at all. My 2007 CRV. <laughs> it's a Honda, though. It's very safe. Let me go first to the questions submitted on Facebook. All right. From the courageous community. Okay. Um, and these three people will get t-shirts. They will? Yeah. I think they had to, right? That was promised. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot about that. I hope I have enough. Uh, let's start with Kimberly. Yes. Presnell Hawkersmith. I love Kimberly. Yeah? Mm-hmm. How long has she been part of the courageous community? Since the beginning. Cool. She is probably the one that's listened to... I would say one of the most listened to, I guess, loyal followers. She's listened to most of my episodes. I've done like 300 of these. That's amazing. Yeah. Over how, how many years? Uh, since April of 2016. So he, 18 months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What um, am I doing with my time? That's and why can't I monetize it? <laughs> Which <laughs> podcast maybe prompts her question. How in the world do you manage all that you do and keep going? Mm. Um, and, and related to that, she asks, what inspires you and why? And uh, how do you continue to want to inspire and motivate others when it seems they are stagnant? Um, we can lump that into one question, but I think that also is connected to what we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but what inspires you and what keeps you going? Are those two the same? Um, I tend to be an overachiever. Uh, and I'm not sure why, um, maybe you can help me be a mirror for me. Yeah. 
and tell me why I might be such an overachiever. But I, I really do. I'm a, I'm a go getter. You know, when I see something, I might not think about it before I start doing it. Mm-hmm. So when I started doing the courage cast, you know, I didn't think about the fact of what it would feel like to do five episodes a week, you know, one episode a day during the week. Um, I had no idea that how much energy that would take on, but I loved it so much and mm-hmm. I wanted a challenge. I think that's the thing is I was bored. Mm-hmm. I was bored. Uh, I was doing a lot of, uh, you know, with the Walker stalkers time, mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of stuff production wise. And I was just kind of like, I'd, been through a bunch of coaching, a bunch of counseling. You know, Chrissy and I had a pretty difficult time mm-hmm. there, and the Courage cast knows that um, for a season with uh, leaving Walker Stalkers and all that that opened up for me uh, and our relationship was real difficult. And so I went through a lot of coaching and counseling uh, during that time, and I was so full of truth uh, and stuff that I wanted to share. I kind of wanted to share what I was learning. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I wanted a challenge. So for me, the courage cast has been like a labor of love. It's not something that makes me any money <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, I just enjoy being able to, um, have an outlet to express what's going on inside of me. It's kind of like a journal. So I don't know. I get it because I feel it's just personal fulfillment. I feel like I'm walking in my gift yeah. You know? And a passion for giving away what you've been given. Yes. I've known you for 15 years. Like we said, you want to give away what you're given. Yeah, I do. I love that. And um, people, and love people. Yeah. That's how I express my love for people, mm-hmm. I think, in general. Um, yeah. That's why, that's why I enjoy doing it. I wish I could make money at it. So Joshua from Nipper's Corner. Oh, Joshua, okay, yeah. Uh, submitted not through Facebook, but... Um, Just because you got flooded to, with emails. I did. Emails and text. Mm-hmm. I don't know how all these people got... I, celebrities that follow this really? program? I had no idea. There's some celebrity questions. Okay. That are coming later. Um, okay. Yeah, but Joshua wants to know what is your favorite thing about your podcast, and I wonder if that's... Did you already... Did you just answer it? It's... It's just being able to have an avenue. Joshua, great question. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, be, it's being able to have an outlet for um, what's going on inside of me and being able to share it. Yeah. yeah. It's the, and, and the joy of hearing that it actually impacted someone. You, you, you create communities. Yeah. You've always been. There. Yeah, exactly. Once we were in a community together. We were. We've been in several. Well, but we wouldn't have met had it not been for this very for first, first community, community that we were part of. Should we talk about that at all? Um, is that something that we can talk about here um, openly? Or I have definitely contemplated uh, a question around that community. Okay. Yeah. Is that the most awkward Bible study you've ever been part of? Probably. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I would say so. It was a very interesting Bible study, which ended up the people that were leading that ended up going to a, being a part of a cult Mm -hmm. as well. And I know that you have that in your background. Well, and the Bible study was a little different than um, 
It wasn't really a Bible study. Because I feel like there were other groups that maybe Rebecca and I only visited once. Or maybe I only visited once. I think Rebecca was out of town. We didn't, I mean, we didn't have kids yet. Nope. Um, I think you were just married. Just married. And right. And so there was like a New Year's Eve or a December Christmas worship night. Yes. Where the keyboard broke. Yeah. Yeah. There was a stuck key on the keyboard and the worship leader interpreted that as Satan not wanting us to worship. <laughs> Which theologically... <laughs> I completely agree with. You do? Yes. Satan hates it when we worship. I think the keyboard might have just been broken. <laughs> not a hundred percent convinced. Um that uh, but he was so frustrated. Satan did it. Yeah. It was the, I think it was like a night nineteen eighty nine Casio yes. uh, that uh might have just had a stuck key. Do <laughs> you remember that time though, Maybe that you... Satan shouldn't get credit for that keyboard. Let's not give him credit for no. that. Um, what about giving him credit for your guitar playing? Because you tried to play guitar that night. My son, um, uh, who also submitted a question, his name is Pax. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Pax. Pax is special. How old uh, is Pax? Pax is seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but he recently, he's has taken on songwriting. And so I play the chords while he strums uh-huh. and sings, and that's how we're kind of learning together. That's so cute. guitar playing is alive, but... I wouldn't call it well, but the lyrics are stronger than the guitar playing. Uh-huh. Um, so Pax, Pax's question. We can take the headphones off, okay. by the way, because this is not working. All right. Um, the interview is not working? Or? No, the interview is working great. Okay, good. Um, Just the technical. Pax's question is, do you find that it takes courage to have joy? Well, I'm amazed that he knows to ask that kind of I a question mean, at seven. I would, yeah. I was like, be quiet, Pax. <laughs> get me a beer. That's what I said to him. <laughs> Do you find that it takes courage to, to have joy? To have joy. Gosh, Danny. Pax. I I mean I don't even know what he means. Gosh, by that. Danny's son. Seven year old son. That's that's a great question. Do I find that it has takes courage? Yeah, I think so. I th- I believe you do have to absolutely have to take heart. Um, Pax told me that it's the human emotion that people are most uncomfortable with. Joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it is. Joy. Pax didn't tell me that. Pax, yeah. <laughs> um, it was my four-year-old Maddie that told me that. <laughs> and she's, again, uh, cut from the same cloth. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think you have to um, choose joy. I think you have to um, sometimes, because this world can be incredibly difficult, and can feel like you've been handed uh, a raw bill of goods. So mm-hmm. um, the beautiful thing is that the truth is that, that that God does want us to experience his joy. And his joy is better than anything we could feel here on earth. Mm-hmm. So um, it takes courage to fight for joy uh, and to believe the truth of that versus the lie that we get handed out all day long in this fallen and broken world. So absolutely hope, courage for hope, courage for joy. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. There's a Sarah Groves lyric where she says from this one place, I can't see very far from this one moment or in this one moment, I'm square in the dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one thing I will trust in my heart. You can see something else. I love Sarah Groves. She's hard to beat. I got to work with her. Back in my Christian music days. Yeah. And she was the bomb deity. She's pretty great. Mm -hmm. I got to meet her at a retreat and uh, was not disappointed. Yeah. So, uh, I think this is... Thank you, Pax. 
for that question. Yeah, we'll take him. Oh, my kids didn't want t-shirts. They want a bottle of lavender. Okay. <laughs> As truth. a do- doTERRA wellness uh, advocate. Wellness advocate. Mm-hmm. Gold level. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> super gold. <Tanning. laughs> Not super gold. Wait, there was last time I was here, you were wanting to than take gold? it to what's the better next than gold? frankincense. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But in terms of, um, you know, anyway, I'm uh, sorry. After gold comes platinum. Platinum. Yeah, but I'm not platinum. I'm better than platinum. Yes. Which is? Super platinum. <laughs> <laughs> it is, starts with a D. Mm, um, something you double wear on platinum? Your, something you wear on your ring. <laughs> I think it's a, yeah. Um, What's, what do you wear on your ring? Uh, what do women wear on their ring? Diamond platinum. Diamond. Jeez. And last time not, I was here, platinum. you were hoping to take things to that level? Yes. And you no, did? no, I, we had diamond. You were already there. Four years ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, I listen. I remember, okay. Any, I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. I have four kids. I, details are hard. <laughs> so last question submitted through Facebook. Nana Pam. I don't know who that is. Okay. Um, I mean, so I, she's not, I've never met her. She's not your Nana. She's not, I would never call, I'm German, I would never call anybody okay. Nana um, in my life. You would say? Uh, what? Instead what of Nana? What is, is that like a grandmother? Is that what that is? I would say Probably. Omi. Omi? Omi. That's Omi. my grandmother. Sounds like hold me. It is. It's the same. Hold me, Omi. Omi is 99 years old. Man. And still. I haven't met her. She's amazing. Dad's mom? Mom's mom? Dad's mom. Dad's mom. Um. So Nana Pam, she addresses that she's not your known Nana in the first uh, thing. I don't know you. <laughs> what if? What if she says, "But I'm your Nana"? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I wish that's what it oh, said. What has my whole life been I about? I don't know you, but I'm your Nana. You're not German. You're from Indiana. Um, I don't know you, but I would like to know where do you get your courage from to face your pain or disease or what it is that you're dealing with. Um, which of your personality traits most help you in your struggle and which get in your way? A wise question from Nana, because so often it's the same thing, right? Yes. I need to hear that again. The first so, part was the first question. I, I don't know you. I don't know what the first question. <laughs> Nana, Eric struggles with isolation and you open with not knowing him. He looks afraid. He lo- he's lumped you in the 16,000 disapproving fans. Uh, he hasn't. I would love to have some joking fans. Can I call you Pam? Call her Pam. Nana. Okay. Um, Pam says, I don't know you, but I would like to know where do you get your courage from to face your pain or disease? Um, and I'm assuming that's not necessary. I don't have any disease right Pam now. Pam is also a prophet and she's letting you know. <laughs> I hope not. You have. Uh, we all, we're all on a, we're all sick. We all have a terminal illness. Mm-hmm. We do. Uh, but your personality traits, which, which, which help you most with your struggle uh-huh. and then which get in your way. And then okay. I would add, um, just do they, those two ever seem like the same thing? Yeah, they do. Um, well, I don't know if I, I don't know if I really, uh, the only, I think I already talked about this, you know, courage to, um, to overcome a disease or struggle or whatever. I mean, it has to come from the truth of the word of God. It has to, or some truth that's shown to me through, like, I love TV and books and, but more, more or less, I mean, I love those moments like you, you and I share this, that we love when God 
truth kind of reveals itself in a film mm-hmm. or a scene, like you were just talking about The Walking Dead, um, and in Lost, our mutual yes. love for Lost TV show. There's just so many moments that are so, like you could do a whole Bible study, a cheesy Bible study yeah. around it if you wanted to. But um, Toy Story. Or Toy Story could be a great... Andy walks with me, Andy I, talks with me. I would think that would be a great VBS, wouldn't it? I probably wouldn't go, but <laughs> you can tell me about it. No, but that's where I would... Um, I, you've got to find it in... I love when truth lives lives that is shown and demonstrated in um in reality in real life um so i love inspiring stories inspiring um moments in and and love seeing that that come alive um music also has a huge impact Mm -hmm. i forget about music having a big impact on me um because i don't i've been in it for so long and i hear so much of it and so much of it is not good or doesn't impact me that i've don't pay attention when something really is impacting me, you know, until I've not listened for a while. And then I listen, I'm like, Whoa, that's huge. You know, especially, um, I don't know. I, I, um, so that's where I will find the courage, but you find the courage in community. You find, uh, we kind of already dove into that. Um, uh, so yeah. What was the second part of that was like disease. When does it get in your way? Um, when does what get in your, your way? personality? <laughs> oh, my personality. <laughs> We've actually got some guests here who want to contribute to that part of the conversation. Okay, just kidding. Oh, please, um, please tell me. Um, oh, gosh, I mean, I always get in my own way. I way too much to spend time thinking about myself. Can I make an observation, please? I think that th- where we started, I think it really is. Um, man, I understand this too. Like, it's probably why it leapt out at me. Um, <clears throat> But the your your passion for connectivity, yes, connecting um, with others, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe uh, just that feeling of like the joy of the uh, seventeen thousand people, but feeling the lack of connection from the majority of the room. Mm. Um, in that place, that's uh, a lot can happen in those um, in that tension. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting thought. Um, if you just had a brother or a sister, if I'd only had a brother or sister, mm-hmm. maybe this would all be gone in my life as an only child. <clears throat> That's a really great thought though. I really do enjoy community. Like I enjoy mm-hmm. just hanging out yeah. and talking. I've just, looked forward to this. I know for seven days. I mean, it's like for seven <laughs> days. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, I, I crave it. I crave it. And, and I think we're made for, connection mm-hmm. um but it can get in your way if you make it an idol i guess right you yeah can, you can it can be something that you you need to satisfy you and then it becomes incredibly awkward um you know if you become dependent on that like i've been i've become way too dependent on chrissy's approval of me you know in our 20 years of marriage mm-hmm. like that's one thing i've noticed in the last three years is how much i've contributed to problems in our marriage when, when I've desired, when I don't get approval from her or I don't get what I think I need, um, to build me up, (laughs) then I will get angry, you know, or get frustrated and it will probably be stuffed initially. And then it will come out in some other way. It'll come out somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so always, always. Yeah. So that's where it can get, be a problem. 
I'm good at surface connections. Like I can talk to any, like, I think it's the deeper relationships where you can always get into trouble. Right. Yeah. The more you Hmm. love someone, um, the more you are intimate with them, the more your need for their approval. (laughs) But the only one that can give me that fully is God. So, um, why am I mistakenly putting my and then back to the intention of right? He usually gives it through people. Yes. Um, yeah, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's very. But difficult. what do you do when those people don't give you the what you what you need? And then the time it takes. Um, I think you and I, like, we haven't seen each other in how long? A year, a at year, least a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, occasional texts, occasional phone calls, or um, uh, we have mutual Facebook friends. We do. Our friend. You can find um, Danny on Facebook. <laughs> do we yeah. want to tell who you are? I, we they can research it on okay. the last podcast. I think he was. You they, were tagged. Um, I'm in the face. You're my the our mutual friend is in the courageous community. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, that guy's an animal. He is an animal. Uh, all right. So let's shift to, um, some other memories. I recently was part of a retreat where the question was asked, what's the hardest you've ever laughed? And I, um, I just think we need to share this story for people to get to know you a little bit better. Do it. We can dive into this is a great story. The psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I didn't answer this. I answered another time I had laughed hard and then I got away from that retreat. I was like, Oh man, that the hardest I ever laughed was with Eric. Mm-hmm. So we lived in the same neighborhood a while back and um, that's not, but ironically not how we met, which is no, we, met before, we became yeah. neighbors after mm-hmm. um, next door neighbors right. shared common space. You were wanting to stalk me and get closer to our family. Yes. So you decided to buy the house in the back, the mm-hmm. back of my house, the same exact house, just yeah. same floor plan, mm-hmm. yes. which is what made it so easy to break into your house. <laughs> um, but one night you had sold your house, right? Your house is on the market and you guys had moved and it was being shown, and I think it had just sold, and you were just coming back to the neighborhood to like get the last few things out. Right. And you were sitting in your car, I think texting. So it's nighttime, and I had just this sort of perfect little alleyway mm-hmm. to do something. And it was dark, um, and I sprinted like 10 yards, 20 <laughs> yards, and jumped on the hood of your car just to scare you <laughs> a little bit. It was dark. It was and, nighttime, um, right? Why don't you tell everyone what your reaction was <laughs> to a dark figure jumping on your car at night in a neighborhood where you had lived and raised three kids I know. that you were pretty sure was, I was sitting in the fairly car safe outside my house. And all of a sudden I just feel this thump <laughs> and my response was to honk the horn. Beep, 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 beep. Repeatedly. <laughs> Repeatedly, like really loud. And, and, and I was mad. Uh-huh. I know I was mad. I remember feeling anger <laughs> that um, I was probably suppressing, you know, my feelings of connectivity uh, and not getting it. And so I beeped and got, I was mad. I, my immediate reaction was anger, fight. The way I fight is by honking my horn. Yeah. You're from New York. <laughs> I'm from New York. Um, New Jersey. So the, the chief emotion there. Yes. Um, say New York. It sounds better. <laughs> sounds <laughs> Don't make fun it's of my New Jersey audience. Gonna get. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was anger that made you honk your horn. 
I, th- I think I was angry. I was. I thought it was fear. It might have been. I probably um, had a look of fear. Anger and rage. They're, yeah. they're connected. <laughs> um, no, fear and rage. Sorry. Fear and rage. Uh, so um, I was so shocked. <laughs> I had prepared for like, he might get mad. He might like, take a swing at me or whatever. Like, I, I, But when you just started honking your horn, I thought you were asking the neighbors for help. <laughs> I could have been. Um, no, but this was... And I... We had like, a dispute in our neighborhood. Fell I mean, on the ground laughing so hard that <laughs> you just honking the horn. When you... Do you remember like when you found out it was me? I, that part of the memory is gone for well, me. Well, it was pretty quick I found out it was you. Like, Did you it I was think you laughed, too. I laughed at, at, once I got... <laughs> You know, came to my senses about what you just did. Yeah, I don't know what what was going on right at that moment. I must have been looking at something on my phone or whatever. I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> and, but I think also there was a lot of tension in our neighborhood at yes. that point mm-hmm. in time. I mean, there was like I wasn't welcome in our neighborhood. <laughs> like, can you believe that? If you can believe it, Chrissy and I were basically like hated in our neighborhood not by us not by you guys i don't think we helped well maybe but it was it was so bad like we couldn't wait to get out of the neighborhood um and so that was just so maybe it crossed your mind that one of the neighbors that hated you maybe was like taking a sledgehammer i think so your car yeah maybe but it was it was great man that that was, was after that was like the third or fourth major prank that you did. And- a lot of pranks, and my timing was not <coughs> great. <laughs> no. my there was a season where we were-, were brilliant, but mm-hmm. often somehow something terrible was happening in your lives, <laughs> and I didn't know, and I would pull a prank that on any other day of the year would have been hilarious, but like I pick a day where I know. it is not. Chrissy, Chrissy would be like, Danny! Yeah. That was her way. That was her thing. <laughs> Always with you. Yeah. Danny! You know, um, you're to blame for all that. And but, you told me earlier, one of your sons loves pranks. Yeah. My middle son loves pranks, loves to joke around. Might have learned that from you. I hope so. Yeah. Go Danny. Go Danny. Annie used to... What about the um, EM Bounds? Do you want to talk about EM Bounds? Do we? Yes. <laughs> okay. Please. Uh, so you told me once about a former pastor of yours. There was a pastor at our church who shared a story. Mm-hmm. That he had an experience he had. He was at a coffee or Puckett's down in Franklin. Okay. And he was sitting there enjoying his coffee or whatever. And this man walks in in like a Civil War outfit. Yeah. And <laughs> sits down and starts talking to the pastor. He's now a former pastor, but. And the pastor and him end up having this huge conversation about the Civil War and all this stuff. And the guy, he asks his name and he says he's EM Bounds. Right? I think that's what it was. And so. Oh, that, definitely. Yeah. And so that got us curious about it's a who very was, important part of the who was EM Bounds. And so we found out EM Bounds was a important chaplain in the chaplain. Confederate Army that mm-hmm. fervently prayed prayed for um revival in Franklin. Right. And then there was there was like a movement of revival. But he was part of like I think the holiness movement, which was all about praying for hours and hours every morning. Mm-hmm. Um he wrote a book about that. Um all this stuff. So we got real curious. We had an, our EM Bounds season of life where yeah. I was very curious about him. Got his whole story and uh, biography. And so... One night while you were eating dinner on the on your back porch with uh, your children, I knew that your front door was always unlocked. And I like walked, even waved to you all, <laughs> like as I was like just going on the innocent walk, but went to your front door, went in. 
and changed the screensavers on your computer to EM bounds. Um, and left a note on the other side of the room. Yes. Saying that from EM bounds, because I tried to convince you all to watch Lost. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 24 or something. Yes. Um, and uh, I said, hey, Eric and Chrissy, you need to watch Lost in 24. Like, love EM, EM bounds. <laughs> but you, f- the screensaver reaction came before you found the note like a day later right because the the thing was the guy said <clears throat> the pastor said he he had this whole conversation with this man named em bounds and then later he he found out that this was like he wasn't even really there or something like that like this was some mystical i think he said go back to the office and google it right like and, look me up and, and then when he just like and it was guy. him it was the it was him. and you told me that story i think thinking like what do you think like do you think this is real right, I, was right, like, right. I don't think it happened <laughs> um i think it's like a somebody who likes to dress up um but so so we you all Chrissy thought and i believe like we were in this phase that god changed your screensaver, screensaver to like ian balance the spirit of ian balance like that's how stupid Oh my gosh, that's yeah. not stupid. Maybe he did we through me. We were just trusting. Yeah, maybe he did I'm through you. And maybe, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so that was one. Then you got into our bathroom. <laughs> you actually went upstairs into our bathroom. I like sprayed shaving cream like all over your shower. And wrote something on the shower. That was a little too far. Um, you entered into, you know, an intimate space. Don't but... send me upstairs. <laughs> Um, so anyway, we've had fun. We love Danny for that. Danny, um, Danny. <laughs> it's not exactly how she sounds. No, um, Danny. So let's go to um, a submitted question. I love these. We share sports. Yes, we share music. Um, just life and laughter and um, a lot of things. But I didn't know Frank Wycheck submitted a question. He did. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, he's like my favorite tight end ever. And he wants to know, if you were him, okay, would you rather have the Music City Miracle or be in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> um, I would absolutely rather have that Music City Miracle. The moment, the rush, that experience beat everything that a whole career for me, like that would be like just to be able to have been a part of that. Yeah. Like he was, which that was a lateral. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's not argue that. That okay. was absolutely a lateral. And that moment, by the way, do you know that that moment when that happened, I was watching it live and we had guests over that we never had had. Huh. Like we didn't know them. They were over for the first time and then we, we had lunch. And then after that, we watched the game <coughs> and. When that happened, I was so excited that um, I ran at like a little toddler or kid, not a toddler, but a I big was toddler. a big toddler, stumbling, bumbling all around the house. And I was like running around like a crazy person. Yeah. I ran outside and I was yelling um, so hard because it was like the most exciting this thing I've ever seen. This is the same year you were on Puck Patrol. 99? Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Or it had just turned 2000. No, it was the season of Puck Patrol. Okay. Yeah. I was so much energy and passion. Yeah. I had to release it in my sports. I used to be so... And again, you take it to the community. You I go take, outside. I take it out and want to share like, it I somebody. want you in this with me. Because the people that were with me thought I was crazy. Uh-huh. And they weren't as excited as me. So I needed to go outside and see find if somebody, somebody else. There. Yeah. Did you find anybody? No. Was this was in our outside. old neighborhood? No, it was in Brentwood Point. Where I used to live. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I wish I was there in the audience. I, I secretly, if I could, I would love to have season tickets to the Titans and have like, I would tailgate. Yeah. I would just make a whole a thing out of it all day long if somebody would do it with me. You have a favorite Titan? Um, right now, um, I mean, I, Eddie George was my favorite Titan yeah. uh, back in the day. So this question is from Andrew uh-huh. from Nipper's Corner. Okay, Andrew, again from <laughs> Nipper's Corner. A lot a of popular, a lot era. of fans of the courageous I'd, community. Yeah, in the Nipper, I need to go out there and do like a live. Yeah, kind of. We live near there. Yeah, yeah um, you, you'd, you'd come, could wouldn't you? Do it at our house. Yeah. Um, but he wants to know if you could trade the nineteen eighty six New York Giants Super Bowl <laughs> championship for a this year Titans championship. Would you do it? No, no, absolutely not. There, that the eighty six Giants. Yeah, dude. I was such a rab rabid 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 Giants fan. If, yeah, rabid. If you're rabid. from New Jersey, sorry, yeah, well, it's, it's too easy. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, that's a fine. That's fine. Um, I knew every player, every number, every. I, I that just happened to be the year that I subscribed to the Giants. The oop, I'm getting a cramp in my leg. <laughs> we both just fell out of our chairs at the same time. <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe it's a too much thing. caffeine in the yeah. latte. Um, no, it's dehydrating me. Satan doesn't want us to do this podcast. <laughs> We're having audio problems. Yeah. Um, Giants. Oh gosh. I mean, I knew every player. Yeah. Phil Sims is still my childhood hero. Phil McConkey. Uh, F- Phil McConkey. Uh, I mean, the guy. I got to go to a Giants game that year. They you just said Cowboys. that Frank Whitecheck was your favorite tight end. Is that going to hurt? No, Mark Bavaro. Mark Bavaro. No, Mark Bavaro is okay. I, you know, I lied. I forgot about Mark Bavaro when I said that. So Mark's my man. Nana Pam, there's Moak. an example of his passion mm-hmm. being a strength and a weakness. Yes. You throw out at your favorite, and then two minutes later, Mark Bavaro's like, what? <laughs> and now Frank Wycheck is hurt, who's in, in the courageous community, <laughs> submitting questions. Sorry, Frank. You're like, man, but he there has, it was. He greatest has, strength, greatest weakness. He has a lot of, he got too many concussions, so... Uh, Frank yeah, did. I think, might not even remember. I think they all might have too many concussions. Yeah, Are you worried at all? Your kids played football. Yeah, have you. Caden's had a couple of concussions. Yeah. So yeah, it does concern me. So I'm kind of glad that they're not playing football. Yeah. My dad um, wouldn't let me play. I kind of hope um, my kids don't want to play. Yeah. Um, what's my What's your favorite thing my dad ever gave you? <laughs> <laughs> what's the favorite thing your dad ever? He would just like show oh, up. Oh, jeez, Danny, you're setting me up here. The favorite thing that your dad ever did for me uh, was he gave me, um, he introduced me to uh, the um, the mixture of a pug and a beagle, which is um, lovingly called a puggle. puggle. So he brought over his puggles that he, he had two of them, didn't he? He, he had two or one? Yeah, I mean, he never bought one of anything. The only time he ever had one of something was me. <laughs> His only child. That's very interesting. Everything else was like, hey, Sam's Club, it's $14 for a pair of shoes. Let's let's get, get 90 <laughs> Yeah, so there was, I assure so you, more two, than one puggle. He had two puggles. He would hang out in your backyard, mowing your lawn, all the kinds of times. I saw him there. And and so... Um, He's a generous man. Yeah, so he, I, we thought, oh, they're so cute. So we ended up uh, finding out who his breeder was that he bought them from, and we went and went ahead without thinking again it was one more thing that i did without really thinking about it mm-hmm. first uh and agreed to it was right here in spring hill actually where he got him huh. and um 
yeah, so we got our puggle, uh, butternut, butternut is what we ended up calling him. And uh, 2007 mm-hmm. was when Man. this happened. We had him for and just a few weeks later, six weeks, six weeks later on November 19th, mm-hmm. 2007, on my son's man, no kidding, my son's seven eighth eighth birthday, and um, we ended up um, any, having to any give him plans away for the ten year anniversary. <laughs> it's coming up, man, isn't that it? That is good to know. It was probably right around this time. Well, yeah. when we got butternut, which we lovingly called butters. Mm-hmm. Um, butters he has a blog. He had a, he still has a blog. blog He hasn't posted in a while. The the only blog that I was ever part of that's still online that I'm not embarrassed about. Because you don't know the password. I've shut the other stuff down. It's like, geez, man, I was a jerk in my 20s. And, but Butters. Butters is around. His whole character is sort of a jerk. He is a jerk. He's he's angry. Uh Uh, He's bitter. That's why we call him Butters and Bitters. So that's you. November 19th. It's your blog that you started. is the 10-year anniversary. 10-year anniversary of giving him away. So, so he's got to be 10. Years he's 10. It's, man. He's at least should 10. should go see him. No, uh, we shouldn't. So um, he was a very dirty dog. Yeah. I thought you were going to say the TV that my dad gave you was your favorite. Oh. I really didn't think we were going to go <laughs> really? like, down the butters. Oh, that was road. my favorite thing um, he, gave, he introduced me to. The TV was great. Yeah. TV was TV. great. He's mm-hmm. just like. Gave stuff. He was away. really nice. About he was, that. yeah. And I remember hanging out in your dad's hot tub. Yeah, we watched a Monday night football game. We did. We watched the Colts play the. Wow, Patriots. you remember that? I remember it. Who played? Well, I remember because that hot tub was full of so much chlorine. It, yeah, I still smell like it. I st- oh, I itched. I think I'm still itching from it. Mm-hmm. It was so bad, but uh, yeah, that was cool. So that's one of my favorite childhood memories. Um, is we had I grew up in Southern California and there was always everybody had pools and they all had jacuzzi hot tubs and uh-huh. we would take a TV out uh-huh. um, and order Straw Hat pizza and get Coke and Pepsi and watch Monday Night Football and then we'd play is you know football season but still Southern California so warm enough to actually play football games in the pool during yeah. halftime and oh that's cool so I tried to recreate that with you mm-hmm. and uh, we got chlorine poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> Lynn with an E. Okay. From so like L-Y-N-N-E. Mm-hmm. Okay. From Williamson County asks, would you be more afraid? I guess you could phrase this, which would take more courage. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you be more afraid to be in Georgia during the zombie apocalypse by yourself or serve on the HOA at Fieldstone Farms? <laughs> Fieldstone Farms, for everyone that doesn't know, is where we used to live uh, in North Franklin. Um, well, as I kind of alluded to, we did have some trouble in our little neighborhood um, with a few neighbors. So um, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. It's a tough one. The zombie She's, apocalypse. I mean, I mean, I've learned a lot from my watching The Walking Dead. Um, I know how to kill them. I know how to... Uh, and it's legal. And it's legal. It's okay. You get him right in the head. Um, I don't. I would get in trouble if I had if I did that in the HOA. So I would probably take my chances take out your, in Georgia. Georgia, yeah. take your chances in Georgia. Yeah, I would. I, I, it's. I, I I would know how to handle it better. All right. Um. Because obviously I wasn't Rebecca from Nipper's Corner. Rebecca wants to know, and this is so. I had the idea of doing a lightning round, but we're gonna. This is just. This would have been in the lightning round. Maybe, okay. maybe, maybe if 
we do this again. Um, this is going to take courage. Oh boy. What's your least favorite? What's, what's the worst smelling doTERRA oil? <laughs> the worst smelling doTERRA oil uh, would be. I hate spearmint. 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 Can't stand it. You hate the gum too? Or is it just the oil? It reminds me of the gum, mm-hmm. and it just. I'd rather be chewing the gum than be putting that stuff on me. So spearmint, uh, and I, I really detest the smell of um, myrrh. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure you're a Christian. <laughs> um, what does myrrh smell like? Well, well, we can go upstairs. And oh, yeah, I'm sure we can. Give you some of that. The it's fall blend sm- is lovely. The small, it's yeah, like it, it's on my hands right now. It's um, wonderful, and your smells great. No, you're it's antibacterial, antiviral. It's wonderful. Awesome. Myrrh is a powerful. I am also anti both of those things. I <laughs> 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 have a strong antibacteria stance <laughs> in my life. That's good. Everybody um, should. I should have an oil. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, that time. brings me back to um, that took courage to answer that question because you are a diamond platinum diamond, just diamond, not diamond platinum, just diamond. I thought, no, I told you, you said platinum was diamond platinum. <laughs> no, no, you said diamond platinum. I tried to correct you, but you weren't listening. Oh, it was, oh okay. it's just diamond. I'm just DP. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're just diamond, just diamond. Just deep. is there a level above diamond? Yeah, blue diamond, blue diamond, and then presidential diamond, blue diamond almonds. <laughs> Yes. Presidential. Is that, I, can, I don't know your fan base, um, but is that losing a little bit of its luster? <laughs> <laughs> Since the election? Yeah. Yes. Maybe presidential. Yeah. Pres- uh, an overrated word. Yeah. POTUS. Um, yeah. Sad diamond. Um, oh, gosh. So, it, you know, like, all kidding aside, like, uh, right, I, I pictured a headline where, uh, Diamond, I know I'm wrong, but this was the headline I pictured. Uh, Diamond Platinum member Eric Nordoff admits myrrh smells terrible or whatever. Like some scandalous news breaks in the doTERRA community. Um, it is fun. a really scary time to have opinions. Yes. And you produce content mm-hmm. daily. Yes. The newest one to me that like I think it was uh, ridiculous. I think he looked foolish. Um, but the Cam Newton thing this week. So he was incredibly condescending yep. to a woman uh, who asked a question about routes. Mm-hmm. Um, shocked everybody on some level. Mm-hmm. Shocking. Where it's like, man, like I can't believe he did that. Um, I don't know if he was like flirting or it was just really strange looking. Yeah. Um, but he the, was, he, you could tell he was kind of in a moment of he had his guard down. Yeah. And he was just kind of... And maybe, like, having some fun. Yeah. God forbid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't approve of what he said. I think, like, it it shocked me. Mm -hmm. But the outrage... Um, I'm rolling my eyes. I'm, like, I preach sermons, and, like, I've been a pastor for seven years, and, like, those, you know, seven years of uh, sermons, like, are online through a couple of churches, and... um, there are things I don't agree with myself that I said seven years ago, mm-hmm. but there they are online, and I have no control of it. It's a different church. Um, do you think about that? This is from Danny. This is this. this I is didn't. Danny, I, yeah, Danny this is from Nipper's Corner. From Nipper's Corner. Okay. Um, from Danny from California. California. <laughs> That's what he likes to say. L.A. Rams, baby. Can you believe Let's it? 
Yeah. LA Rams. Just a side note. That's so cool. Right. So and they're fun. actually pretty good this year. Three and one, pretty good. Sean McVay, the new wonder coach. Um, yeah. I'm very excited. He's, he's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited for you. Although um, I don't like the white helmets and the yellow. Like, it doesn't I make love any sense. Them. This Sunday, they're going old school yellow and blue. But Are they? I do like the white ones. The, I like the, the white, white predates the yellow. I know. I like the white, but then why don't you make the whole outfit white? Wasn't the outfit white as well? Because it looks weird. I don't know that I've noticed yeah i um, noticed it i noticed it this but um, back to cam yes i first of all does I it think, make you nervous to produce content or like i don't know just i I'm, it did at first okay it did at first like when i started i i pictured it being more like a i pictured myself talking to a bigger audience but what i've realized is i have like the same 200 250 300 people that listen to every episode like it's a consistent number mm-hmm. um i don't have huge numbers so i don't think i you know, I'm uh, gonna, you know, I, I just, I don't think I have enough people that yeah. will get offended. And I feel like I know who my audience is. It's primarily doTERRA people, people that are in doTERRA that are looking for courage just for day to day, you know, type of courage yeah. to do big things. Um, but uh, so I don't really know. I've gotten really comfortable just kind of giving my, I did do one episode where I was whining uh-huh. I complained and I whined and cr- I, I was just angry that nobody listened that no, like I, that nobody <laughs> noticed. This is how cheesy and bad I, I like nobody noticed that I didn't post an episode for the day. Like I wondered if people really huh. were concerned about were were looking forward to listening. Cause I would post it consistently for like months and months. And then one day I, I, I just didn't get to it and I, nobody seemed to care. <laughs> And I was I was having a little pity party, and so I recorded an episode where I whined. Yeah, basically. And Chrissy heard that, and she said, "Eric, you got to take that down. That is terrible." Did you? I did. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's no longer up on iTunes. But so, um, but yeah. Did anybody else say anything about it? They did actually. Um, it was all encouraging stuff, like, "Oh, I didn't realize. Like, I feel bad that I didn't say anything or whatever." So it got the response I wanted, but. I didn't really, it wasn't good. Like yeah. it, what, earlier I, you talked about, it's going to come out somewhere. Yeah. So maybe that's where it came out. Yeah. Like I was, uh, there's part of me that wishes this podcast, I could be really, really honest and like not be always up and encouraging because, but that's how I normally, uh, probably 95% of the time, that's how I am. Like I want to encourage people. It's a gift that, that I love to share and mm-hmm. give. Um, but then there's that 5% where I just feel like being lazy and I just not, maybe not, maybe it's 20%. I just feel like being lazy and speaking my mind like that. I kind of did, um, when I did the Walker stalker podcast, yeah. like I was much more loose and I didn't care, um, like about making sure like, like for example, I, I once asked, uh, my audience on the courage cast if they would mind if I cussed. Yeah. Um, and they said, I had two people very vocally say, no, I, I don't want you to cuss. All the rest of them were like, yeah, sure. If it has a point, I don't care. I mean, that's real. So I often like, and I, I chose not to cuss. Like I chose not to, but that's part of me too. Like sometimes I will, I like to swear sometimes if I feel like it's relevant. And I'm, I'm sorry if that offends anybody. Darn it. Darn it. But 
that's me too. Mm-hmm. You know, like I like, I kind of have found a lot of freedom in, like I used to, before I accepted Christ, I mean, I, I accepted Christ when I was 23. So before that, I was, you know, pretty sailor. I was, <laughs> I don't know what I was. I was a pretty good guy, really, in comparison. I didn't really do too much wrong, but I was just kind of, I didn't know, know Christ. Mm-hmm. So since then, I've kind of gone through this religious season of my life where I found that I needed to act a certain way and project a certain person in order to, um, you know, for whatever reason. And, and, and I've found a lot of freedom in the last three, five years uh, of like, like I, I loved when I did the Walker Stalkers because I got to be real. I got to, you know, be a light and I got to be who I was as a Christian. Like I found that I could be a Christian, still love these people who weren't and just kind of be in the real world for a season. And I kind of got out of my Christian bubble because everything for that 15 years before that was all Christianity and Christian music and Christian this and Christian that. And I kind of got sick of it. Mm-hmm. And I just really enjoyed being out in the real world. And even though, I don't know, you call Walking Dead fans real world, I guess. But yeah, I think uh, freeing. I think everybody's looking for the connection that we started talking about with Pug Patrol. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Um, and uh, I think the church has done a poor job of letting people know how much God cares about that connection. Mm-hmm. And not just our sin management. Mm-hmm. Um, Rules. Yes. Um, Jesus um, proclaimed the kingdom through miracles and healing and all these things. And one of the ways he proclaimed the kingdom is by who he ate with. And um, if we only eat with people in side of a community and not invite other people in, I think we're poorly proclaiming the kingdom. I agree. <laughs> that's Sorry a really for good the word. sermon. Um, that's really good. That um, was worth listening for an hour, guys. Yeah. So we almost done. How long has it been? It's an hour. That's my job, right? To mm-hmm. keep track of that. I've got a couple other ones. Um, we got time. Zach Galifianakis. Did you know? I love that guy. But he is a fan. No. He submitted a really? question. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm blushing. And it's like got set up. He thought about this. Well, he's smart like that. He is smart. Um, this is the guy that does the that interviewed uh, Obama. Yeah, between two ferns. And yeah, the question the sort of reminds me okay. of one of those questions. But um, so cool. he starts by talking about Eddie Money, who great. You 80s. probably had some cassettes. I have. I have. I can show them to you. Awesome. Eddie Money cassettes. I just got I'll some just, singles over here. I'll just believe you. Um, <laughs> I feel like he would say that too. Uh, so. Um, Eddie Money sings, I want to go back, go back, and do it all over. But I can't go back, I know. Mm. Um, You're German. If Germany could go back and do it all over, what do you think they might choose to do over if they could go back? Oh, my gosh, Danny. (laughs) Now I'm supposed to speak on behalf of all of Germany. Don't blow this. Yeah, okay, there's go. there's a right answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, well, thank you, Zach, for mm-hmm. your question. So you mixed Zach Galifianakis, Eddie Money, your high school soundtrack. I want to go back to mm-hmm. my high school soundtrack, my German, mm-hmm. and 
now taking redemption. on redemption. Redemption. What? Well, I think we did it right. Martin Luther did it right. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't start with what he did right, <laughs> but go ahead. Especially him. Maybe say soccer is good. It's the... Fun. It's the five. Do you know it's the five hundred year anniversary? I the, do. October thirty first. Theses. My address. My number. At our street address is fifteen seventeen. <coughs> I was so excited about that. Wow. Fifteen seventeen. So yes, I do know it's been five hundred. Yeah. Years. So, um, you know, some of Martin's Luther Martin Martin's Luther. literature mm-hmm. contributed to um, what the right answer is. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. Yeah. We're sorry. Just. We're sorry. We're sorry. Yeah, and that's what that's what they should have done. The 1930s, 40s, and 50s. We need to just apologize. Yes. for that. And I think we have. I think, I think we've. No, 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 no. Just, just we're have. sorry. But 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 okay, we're sorry. <laughs> sure, we're just, we're I'll sorry. do what Cam Newton did, and I'll retract what we did in the 30s, 40s, and why is yes. we? I wasn't even alive then. Well, just. But I'll take it on. That's the do-over. I will take it on. We okay. need to do over those. Actually, it started before then. We need to kind of do. The whole 1900. Maybe if Luther stops writing books. Yeah. Uh, maybe. A little earlier. Maybe. But uh, yeah, we, we kind of had the whole governmental system wrong then. And um, uh, if, ironically, the majority of Germans didn't want but Adolf they were Hitler quiet. to be. Yes. You can't they be were quiet. Silent. Silence is permission, right? Yep. So they didn't rise up. And, um, but it was a, a time of incredible poverty. World War One had happened, you know, all that stuff. We're not making excuses. We're, we're apologizing for the way it all went down. Yeah. And we need to ask for forgiveness. And we do. Yeah. I know. I'd be, I would have never brought this up. Mm-hmm. Zach Galifianakis. But when I'm you get an email Zach from did. Zach Galifianakis. You answer it. Um, you answer it. Surprised it didn't go to spam. I heard that he is going to become a patron. I hope so. Can he please? Yeah, and I think you lost Wycheck. I did, mm-hmm. but Bavaro might be coming in. Ah, too many concussions. <laughs> I don't think he can afford it. Um, Patron. Does it take courage? courage this comes from uh, someone else from Nippers Quarter. I can't remember who all submitted questions from over there. No, does it take courage to kick kids out of your yard? <laughs> Oh, Danny, 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 Danny. Um, why did I give you permission to come in here? Uh, you a, never did it. It was Chrissy and me. A backstory. I think it was you. Well, you did. Just it. yes or no. Like so, the I last was, question could have been a lot. Does it take courage to faster keep answer? Yes, yes. It does take courage to do it. To and and I'm glad uh, that we did it because it was the right thing to do. Yes, we can't be responsible for the response. No, of people that are the parents of those children but this was a hypothetical i don't know what you're talking about well i'm just hypothetically wondering you know putting myself in the the position of those kids children i mean those those kids parents um <laughs> yeah so uh a couple more and then we're done okay um people have no idea what we're talking about but that's okay you and i play uh so you excel at the like the country club sports that's what i tease you about right mm-hmm. Racket ball, golf, racket and sports, racket sports, tennis. I believe you are better than me at golf. No, and you're better than me at racquetball. Yet we're about fifty fifty. Why? Why is it? Why is it hard to beat me if you're better than me? <laughs> Jeez, Danny. 
I don't. I don't agree with that statement. Really? I don't agree. I think that you're we're... way better. Nah, well, way I, better in golf. I don't think so. Really? Uh, I think I get in my own head. I think mentally is the difference there. I think I'm. I'm. I don't think we're fifty fifty. Uh, I think if I played you in racquetball, I mean, you made me better in racquetball. Like you, Thank you. You were by far the best. Now you're the second best person that I've ever played in racquetball because I played somebody else that's even better and he made me better. And I think if we were to play again now, then I'd probably You'd, beat you on yeah, a more regular basis. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know. I mean, I played tennis. So racquetball, yeah. you know, so th- that's my excuse. I feel like you're the the best person I played Really? Often. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. That was a lot of fun. That was fun. And then I hurt, tore my calf muscles. We're getting older. I know. Do you Injuries play? mean more. Do you I play? Don't. I just, no. We need to make make a point to just go play. You used to come down to Spring Hill and play. I did. Um, but then I can meet you. And we can. So we can, much has changed. We need to play again. Yeah. I love that. Crevewood Baptist. Crevewood. Is that where you play? You can play for free. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll come up there. Man, I think that we have covered almost everything that i brought let's end with um oh no there's just something the two more okay i love it um music like tragic tragic week tom petty i know um is this how much did tom petty's death affect you did it have um i mean it was right after Vegas, Vegas happened mm-hmm. same day, basically, um, within 24 hours. And so he dies. I mean, it was like heartbreakers, Tom Bra- It was like a heartbreaker <laughs> that day. <laughs> I don't mean, I'm not, it doesn't sound like it affected it. you that much. It, it did. I mean, I was sad, but I don't think a celebrity death has ever hit me like this one. Really? Yeah. Tom Petty really did impact. Did you see him live? When he What's came? the most impactful celebrity death for you? I did see him live last year. Um, most impactful celebrity death. I don't know. They maybe I. I don't get so impacted by it. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. I think uh, so. When Magic Johnson announced that he had AIDS that, or HIV, well, that you're a big Lakers hit me hard. I was an eighth grader. Mm-hmm. Um, John Stott is <laughs> not a celebrity, but he's a. Uh, famous theologian uh, oh, okay. Anglican guy mm-hmm. um, when he died it was I felt like his work was part of me in mm-hmm. my formation but Tom Petty very much like um, a lyrically. part lyrically mm-hmm. and I just wondered well, with I, our music connection is there yeah I, I, I felt some sadness I mean I felt sadness when Prince died mm-hmm. I mean just hearing some of these icons that you know Michael Jackson um, you know Whitney Houston um, all these people that were huge and popular back then um, made me sad. Yeah, for sure. Who's a better songwriter than Tom Petty? Tom Petty is pretty good. Chrissy Nordoff is oh, the Chrissy answer. Is Again, better. there is a right yes. answer. Eric. I thought it was a hypothetical. I, I didn't know it was no, a, that's, not that a hypothetical, have been but easier to answer. I thought it was one of those questions that you don't Oh, answer. man. I'm trying to. I thought you were trying to. Trying to help you out here. Um, <laughs> Maybe she this is, is the last question. Songwriter. She is a great songwriter. Dove Award winning. Mm-hmm. Christy Norda. Yep. Um, does it take more courage to believe you can do anything or to admit you have limits? Um, oh, that's a good lightning round question because there's no right answer to that one. 
it's uh i think which one does it take more courage um for a humble person it takes more courage to for someone that that maybe doesn't think very highly of himself or herself does it takes more courage to be to think highly of yourself and for <laughs> someone that um has very high esteem and prideful <laughs> probably would take more <laughs> courage to uh, uh, admit their weaknesses. So uh, I, I think it comes from the same form of courage. So I, I, I would say they're 50, 50 kind of like our, our racket sports. Um, nice analogy, which would take more courage for Germany. <laughs> no, let's not do that. So last, last, last question. Um, Pamela Friedman. Oh no. Pamela, can you um, talk about the healing and forgiving process? I've tried to Pamela. I've tried to find Pamela on Facebook and I can't, there's too many Pamela Friedman's on Facebook to find her. I keep trying to find somebody that is Jewish, tall with curly black hair that had a massive mouth of braces Um, in fifth grade. What Danny's referring to is he's bringing up wounds and wounding me again by bringing up Pamela because Pamela uh, beat me up mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was in fifth grade. She was, you know how in fifth grade girls are tend to be bigger than boys. She was a monster, man. She was a tall, skinny, you know, like I, I just <laughs> described her as that. Um, and she... I don't know what I did. I had, I made some sarcastic comment. We were in line about to leave for the day in fifth grade. Uh, this was in Massachusetts. I was new to the school. I'd just moved from New Jersey up to Massachusetts. This is fifth grade, you know, fourth and, oh no, fifth and sixth grade is when I was up this there. This is 1970. It was like 80, 81. 81. And um, so Pamela, I said some sarcastic comment. Pamela decides to unload on me. Like just. Literally. Uh, unloading her fists, beating me up right there in the line in front of everybody uh, in my class. And the teacher wasn't Beginning there. Beginning of school. and the, the End of school. And I remember being so embarrassed um, and humiliated that I was just beaten up by this girl, Pamela Friedman. And I, I got on the bus and I remember crying on the bus on the way home. Uh, and... Uh, it, it must have had an impact on me because I still talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't anticipate. Yeah, this much emotion. Well, it was a lot. It's fresh. It's fresh. It's still fresh. So, did you ever mouth off to her again? No, I did. Yeah. Not. So, like, lesson learned. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> um, if Pamela is listening, her name is something else now. Probably she's got, probably got married. Probably, you know, uh, uh, calmed down. Uh, and regular. I wonder if she also had to forgive you. She might have what is, what for those words say? that yeah. I said. Something I don't know. I don't know. I had to forgive her. Touched the nerve. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've really ever forgiven her for it, but I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm in your life to occasionally bring up your fifth grade beating <laughs> for a heart check because the whole thing. Yes. We're coming back to the heart of Eric, bringing it back, and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that the courageous community enjoyed getting to know you better i don't know what will be edited out there will be no editing um but thank you to frank wycheck uh zach galifianakis the 
Nipper's Corner crew. Crew. Um, Lynn with an E. Lynn with an E from Williamson County. Uh, if there's anything we didn't get to, please submit it to the Courageous Community, and uh, maybe we can do a follow-up. There were a lot of questions that probably have come out of this. More questions have come out of this. And if you guys feel the need to ask more questions, we may do a part two. So, um, cause I have a lot more to share and talk about and I'll probably be a little more prepared, uh, with t-shirts. Were you surprised at how prepared I was? I actually was Danny. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty darn good. I mean, you prepare way more than I do this for interviews. This is all I've thought about since last Thursday. Great questions. Um, you did a lot of work. I'm incredibly proud of you and I'm grateful to be your friend. Thank you, Danny Bryant. I love you, Eric Nordoff. I love you too. And it's great to be together. Enjoyed it. Peace. Peace.